It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. On today's Locked On Thunder podcast, we're joined by at Mavs Draft on Twitter, Thunder Drafts in our heart, Richard Stamen to talk all things NBA draft. Let's highlight Chet Howard in this episode, as well as Drees Walker and so many other talents that we want to see the Thunder acquire through the draft, but also have some fun and draft the NBA All-Star roster all coming up on today's Locked on Thunder podcast. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, media member, and editor-in-chief over at thunderousintentions.com, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at LOThunderPod. Email the show, LOThunderPod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're joined by Richard Stamen at MathDraft on Twitter. He's going to have us set up for all of the draft conversation that we want, like talking Jerry Walker, like talking Jet Howard, Anthony Black, and Travion Smith, who I think are going to be all interesting candidates. I'm going to throw a curveball at him too, Chris Murray uh, from Iowa. And we're going to discuss what players are on the bubble right now, that if they have a good conference tournament, if they can lift their team to the March Madness tournament, they can really skyrocket up NBA big boards. At the end of the show, we're going to draft the all-star rosters as well. So a very fun show for you, which today is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is... There for first time users to receive 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's pricebooks.com, promo code locked on. Richard, thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? You know, I uh, I fought a little sickness over the week, and uh, but I I am better now. So apologies if you see me like sniffling and you know touching my face, but mostly past it. So if my voice sounds gross, I'm so sorry that you chose to do this podcast today. But mostly good. It's the best time of the basketball season. All star break. A lot of things are about to start changing going forward. We're about to see a lot of teams go towards a more youth movement, which is my cup of tea. And then the NBA draft, best part of the season is here, where March Madness is just weeks away. Only weeks away from March Madness. I'll be in Salt Lake City talking about the All-Star Game, which you have, I think, a Utah shirt on right now. I was going to flex uh, it. Yeah, I got, you know, Donovan Mitchell's my guy. I, uh, I figure he's. The, I'm going to the gym later. He's the guy I'm repping at the gym, so... <laughs> I respect that. I hope that you play like D Mitch tonight at the gym, get all set uh, for, for your rec league, Richard. Uh, I, I play like a, I play like if Nick Collison was slow out of shape uh, and, and really couldn't play basketball. That's how I play. Uh, you can even fact check that at the uh, Thunder media basketball game, which uh, I did score six points, but uh, it took about 17 games to, uh, uh, to do Richard. Let's talk NBA draft. So the Thunder are in a peculiar spot where they're kind of in the playoffs are kind of uh, on the blink of an eye can get to the bottom of the, of the draft standings, really realistically top, you know, bottom six of the draft standings. Uh, nonetheless, 
I want to discuss some names who would be available to OKC regardless of where they finish up. Because I think that realistically, if the Thunder wanted our first guy, Chet Howard, they, they could get him. They, they could get Chet Howard with ease, realistically, with their four first with their first four first round picks in 2024, with their draft pick this year. Like they could do a lot of different things. So what is it about Chet Howard? Because he might not make the national stage of the March Madness tournament and people might not have checked into Big Ten basketball yet. What is it about Chet Howard that makes him such a tantalizing talent in the NBA draft? Yeah, he's six seven and can shoot the lights out. Um, I think when you have that frame and also the lineage he has, his dad is his coach, uh, Jawan Howard, former NBA All-Star, speaking of the All-Star segment. But that's his coach. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of eyes on you, I think, even when you're just an NBA kid or an NBA player's son. And then on top of that, I mean, he's just a lights-out shooter. I think he has a quick release. He can spot up from anywhere. He's versatile as a shooter. All of his stuff comes as – all of his positives really come with shooting. Um, but, you know, he has his own set of issues he has to work through as a as a complete player. But Michigan has horribly underwhelmed. They lost to Wisconsin uh, the other night as we're recording this, and that was a that was a big blow. They're a team that's now looking very much on the outside looking in. On the outside looking in, they have to have a nice uh, Big Ten tournament run. Now, with Chet Howard, you mentioned the shooting, which is something that the Thunder really, really need because we've seen what shooting can do for this team with Isaiah Joe being on the floor. The the numbers of him and and SJ on the floor together are remarkable. Mike Muscala before the trade deadline, remarkable. How would you envision Chet Howard fitting in with SGA, but also having to mesh with Josh Giddy, having to mess with J-Dub as well, uh, Chet Holmgren whenever he's healthy? Like That lineup has a lot of guys who... Like the ball, have a lot of guys uh, who who have complementary styles. Like, what would that starting five look like hypothetically, and especially you know just how he fits with those guys in general, no matter like the lineups that they put on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I think he'd be really similar to Isaiah Joe's role right now, especially year one. There's a lot of stuff that Jed Howard has to work through. I mean, shot selection and decision making is pretty rough, and part of it comes with he has a major leash at Michigan that he absolutely should not have, but his he will just. He gets tunnel vision crazily bad. He he gets locked into his premature decisions. He's, he won't adapt to what he sees. Um, so I think there's a lot to work through there. But with his fit with the Thunder, I mean, just seeing how good Isaiah Joe has been, Jed Howard has more ball skills, and I think that could go a long way for him. In your best estimation, is the is the decision making that's been rough, which you know we've noticed from with him. You'd think that if you were a betting man, you would bet that that's more so a product of the environment he's in at Michigan versus a lack of skill, a lack of ability. Yeah. I don't think he's, he's skilled. Like he has a nice handle, um, needs to make it a little bit more consistent. He, he definitely will dribble right into defenders, but I think a lot of it just comes with learning the pace of the game and, and playing his speed within the NBA pace. That's going to be a major adapt, adapt, like, uh, excuse me, adaption. Like he will have to learn. He's already kind of struggling with the college pace, He's going to have to jump it even further. And that's why, and that's mostly as a ball handler. As a shooter, he's fine and off ball player. But then you factor in, he's not much of a defender. So there's going to be some holes for him. I think he's just a shooter in year one. That's an interesting observation for Jet Howard. I want to move on to one of my personal favorites. We're going to bounce up and down the board real quick. Traveon um, uh, Smith from North Carolina State. What's your observation of this 20-year-old sophomore? Like, where do you have him ranked at? I think that, uh, you know, you, you could you could make a case for him to be in the lottery, but more realistically, probably uh, in the 20s or so. Like, where are you at with him? 
Yeah, I I think, uh, excuse me, I think that he's somebody who I had preseason lottery because I've been following a rule that I have. It's a pretty foolproof rule where it's like 70 plus success rate, percent success rate, which in the NBA draft is a very high number, which is the number one sophomore drafted generally pans out. Now, if you start looking at the top three, things get a little bit shaky. There's the Derek Williamses of the world. Uh, there's a few others that haven't panned out. But once you get past like, four or five and it's the first sophomore they pan out one example benedict matherin this year he was the first sophomore taken absolute hit and for me terquavion smith has a really good chance to be that his shot creation and just incredible deep range shooting i think the stats really don't show how good of a shooter he is the free throw percentage is slightly alarming but his ability from three makes me think that matters more and with him, they won't even let him near the three-point line. Like he's taking deep, what's considered deep for the NBA standards threes, and he's shooting about 35 36%. So for me, that's something that you have to be sold on is just saying, hey, the numbers aren't like everybody else's. He is not allowed to go near the three-point line. Teams will run him off the line, and he's got long arms. He has to learn how to play defense, add some strength, but he, in theory, could be a three-level scorer. And at 6'4", 6'5", that's a, good, that's a nice trait to have. Sticking kind of in that same range, and, and another older prospect, a junior, Chris Murray, 22 years old, uh, going to be around you know 23 whenever the season starts uh, for his rookie year. For Chris Murray, I think that I love his polished and maturity on the floor and off the floor. I think that he'll win a lot of hearts in the interviews. I think he'll win a lot of hearts in uh, the, the the draft combine pressers and stuff like that. What do you see from Chris Murray on the floor? And, and what do you think his ceiling would be? Because like, I think that the ceiling conversation is a big deal whenever you see a guy that jumps out at you as 22 years old, 23 years old. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to look at him in the same lens that they watched Keegan Murray, and they're just not the same player. Uh, Chris, now in college, they have a very similar role from this year to last. But I think Chris Murray's, uh, or excuse me, I think Keegan Murray's a significantly better prospect because he has just such more translatable skills. He's able to work from the three-point line go in a straight like different angles to the rim work you crossing over without turning his back chris murray almost always has to turn his back that's something that i've noticed um even dating back to 2018 there's a lot of prospects who do that and that's a flag for ball handling so for me with chris murray the defense stands out really well like i think that's something that absolutely checks out it translates like you said the maturity and the intangibles they're all there the three-point shot needs to be proven that it is real um and then if he can do that, I think he's probably a three and D forward, which is a very valuable role. I think we've talked about this before, you know, the three and D guys who are six, nine, six, 10, that range, it's a very selective list. And if you get that, that's a high level role player. I think Oklahoma City's a fantastic spot for Chris Murray. I do too. I think that like Chris Murray, his range is going to be wild because you know, it depends on how the Thunder want to do this. If they want to buy back into the first round, like they did to get Usman Jang last year, uh, you know their their first pick was probably going to be too high for Chris Murray. But as a pairing with Chet Holmgren, I, I think that that can be a really nice partnership uh, between Chris Murray and Chet Holmgren next year. Yeah, and it'd be something where Chris comes off the bench. I doubt he starts much in the NBA outside of like injuries and things like that. But he is somebody who you can trust. I mean. You look at Jeremiah Robinson Earl, there might be a little bit of an overlap between the two, and it might be a good thing, the competition between them, and they might even bring out the best in each other too. I want to tell you right now about our good friends over at Prize Picks because Prize Picks is awesome. It is a it is a great app for you to look at 
for every NBA game that you're going to watch. Because, for example, you can just go on there right now, click on the Prospects app, and then boom, you can pick if SGA will score more or less than 26.5 points. And all you got to do is sit back and watch. Does SGA score 27 or does he score 25 or 26? Then you'll know if you won or lost. It's just you versus the projected numbers. You don't have to worry about going up against professional gamblers or, or the house stacked against you. It's just seeing how this all shakes out, which is what I love about it. You pick two to six players and you go to see if they'll score more or less in their prospect projections, and you can win 25 times your money on any entry. There's no competing against other people. It's just you versus those projected numbers, and you can do it for NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, disc golf, boxing, and even Eurobasket, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. It's safe, offers fast withdrawals, and is currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. And you can even do mixed sport entries. So you can do SGA more points than 25 and a half, and then do Chris Murray more than uh, one and a half three-pointers in this game. You can mix it all up any way you want to by downloading the PriceBooks app or go to PriceBooks.com and use the code locked on. What you do there. At pricebooks.com slash locked on, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100 for first-time users. Go to pricebooks.com right now. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up-to-date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on Locked On Thunder. Richard, let's keep talking draft. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all podcasting platforms. Also, check out Locked On NBA Big Board, where Richard had you covered every Tuesday talking about the draft prospects. Richard, we've talked before on the show about how important March Madness is. And it sounds on the surface crazy, but it's true. March Madness not only elevates prospects in our eyes, but it elevates prospects in the eyes of the NBA. So who is a prospect right now that's kind of on the bubble? And and you can define the bubble yourself in your answer of it if you want to talk about a bubble from first round, mid to lottery, uh, to second round to first round, to undrafted to second round, whatever your bubble is. Who is a bubble player on a bubble team that if they can go on a massive run that can really elevate their draft stock and capture our attention. Man, there's, there's several guys I think that are um, candidates for this. I personally, I think I got to double check on this team. Now I, I, I doubted this. I had this pick uh, pulled up on my computer, but now I'm doubting where they are. Uh, so one second, but there's a few candidates. I, I would say, yeah, they're, they're probably on very much the outside looking in. Somebody who I like that I think should be emerging as a prospect is Tristan Da Silva. And I know it's kind of a deep cut. He's not somebody who is, I, I haven't seen him on any mocks or anything. He's a third year guy. If you remember closely, his brother, Oscar Da Silva was at Stanford. He now plays at Real Madrid or Barcelona. I can't remember, but Tristan Da Silva this year, as of this recording is averaging 16 points a game, five rebounds, one assist, one steal under half a block. That's on 51 and a half percent shooting. 42% from three. And for me at six, eight, I think he's one of the better three point specialists that we're scouting wrong. And if he blows up in the Pac-12 tournament, the Pac-12 is kind of wide open. I think he's the guy. 
I'm really interested to see kind of who is going to steal the hearts of America, both with upsets and with just draft stuff. Uh, and, and that's an interesting pick. I know that's somebody you've been very high on in our in our draft group chats and in, in your timeline. Uh, you've been very high on him. Who is someone that can be the Jalen Williams of this draft out of Santa Clara? Like, where we know he's a good college basketball player. Uh, and he's starting to get a little buzz right now. You know, first-round pick kind of, you know, sitting in that first-round pick range. Then he has, uh, you know, a nice end to his college season. Then the combine comes around. He goes from, a, yeah, this guy could be a first-round pick to, this guy can be a lottery pick. And then draft night rolls around. He's a 12th overall pick. Like, who is having that you know, trend, if you're seeing a trend yet, I know it might be too early, but as of right now, who is having that trend where you wouldn't be surprised if they go from right now, they're a, they're a nice little could be a first round pick story to, whoa, draft night, they've leaped all the way up. So you're going to kill me because this player is actually not in college, but I think there's somebody that follows the exact same path. They just turned 19 uh, within the last three months. And that's actually Leonard Miller out of the G League. Um, I got to see him this weekend. He's six. Uh, he's a true 6'10" wing and i think teams are going to see that the production he's taken a massive jump just over the last eight ten months since the nba combine and i think he's somebody who right now is just hiding in plain sight in the g league so i know it's not the ncaa i apologize for going off track on that but leonard miller just fits the bill i haven't seen him in any lotteries i keep seeing him 20 25 and i think he's going to climb into that top 14 like almost identical range to Jalen williams and I love Leonard Miller. And I was, on, I was on the Leonard Miller hype train all last year, as you remember, Richard. Uh, so I love that he's getting his flowers right now. I think that, that G League Ignite team has like three guys that, that I would love for OKC. Obviously, Scoot, uh, Leonard, and then uh, Sid would be awesome for OKC, as we discussed on the last podcast that we did. So go back and check that out. Sticking off the course of college, I want to jump over to uh, to the NB, uh, NBL, which is where Sam Presti likes to do some work over these last few drafts and talk about uh, Ryan uh, Ruppet, I think is how you say his last name. Uh, okay. He seems... He seems like a thunder guy, like a thunder fit, like a thunder mold. Yeah, he's interesting. Um, I personally buy the jumper a little bit more than a lot of other people do. I don't think it's going to be good, but I don't think it's like this massive red flag. Like he's shooting 73. I guess actually the season's over or it's at the very end. 73% from the line, 34% from three. That doesn't sound broken. Like everybody talked about like his, he's gotten better. He was a 20 something percent shooter a year ago. And he's just improved. And he's six, what, six, seven, something like that. Um, really just a big fan of his game. Great defender. I think he can get to the line. He's long. I mean, just ridiculous length. And if that shot comes around, it's a pretty good player. I, I really like what he can give. And and the NBL stuff might be swaying it. But like he just seems like a decision maker, a playmaker, a, a versatile player that can really fit the mold of what OKC is growing. But another guy that, as we talked about before, uh, with Chris Murray, I'd like him in OKC. I would like to see it happen, but I think that the pick, no matter if the Thunder make the playoffs or not, uh, will not be in his range necessarily. Um, closing the book on college, and we're going to go to some fun stuff for the All-Star game. Um, I want to bounce back to Arkansas and Nick Smith Jr. Well, Nick Smith Jr., I'm mean, sorry, Anthony Black. Well, Anthony Black is like supposed to be a lottery pick. Uh, the Arkansas season has not gone the way I anticipated has not gone the way that I'm sure they anticipated has not gone the way. I think that anyone anticipated for Arkansas. Uh, so with Anthony black, like why is that? Is that just the, these guys are not all mixing at the same time. There's been injuries like the story of Arkansas and Anthony black this year is what? I think it's because they're young. I mean, they're young and they've been fighting injuries. They haven't been able to build real chemistry on the court. I think that's just really plagued them. It's a, it's a brutal combination when you're when like, 
other teams like TCU, for example, like obviously that that's biased because I'm in Dallas and I cover almost every game they play. You know, they're older. Almost everybody who plays is a junior or older. Like there's there's like one or two sophomores, I think, in the rotation. That's it. And everybody's older, even though they've been missing time. Mike Miles has missed times like a good amount. Eddie Lampkin, I would say their second best players missed a lot of time. Damian Ball missed the first month. They still have been able to overcome it, but young teams really struggle with that. And with Anthony Black specifically, if the Thunder were to make the play in and they and they were to have a, a post all star break season that that some people want them to have, whatever, the, whatever the case is there, Anthony Black would be right in that range of where the Thunder's pick would be at that point if they were to become a play in team. How does he fit to you with OKC? Because I look at a guy that's six seven and see that he's shooting thirty one percent from three, but seventy one percent the free throw line. Like, what is it? What jumps out about his game to you? Yeah, it's the frame. I think it's a lot of tools, right? I think he's a good passer. He still needs to get better. He's so raw. Like, I, I think that's something people don't realize. It's just how raw he truly is. I've seen him since he was in high school. Um, obviously, being in Dallas, I've seen a good amount of him, and he just he still has to work on the turnovers. He needs to get stronger. Jumper needs to improve. Those three things, you're really just banking on those all getting better and him hitting his upside because he's a six seven combo guard. I like his game. I, I think that he fits that positionless nature kind of what OKC wants to do and what and what this team is looking to build. What you should be looking to build is a Built Bar package because they have so many great flavors that you can choose from. Built Bar is a delicious treat, and it is good for you for a pre-workout or post-workout or some more replacement or a snack. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So check it out today by going to built.com. You can also find them at Walmart or Sam's Club in the pharmacy section. You can get 15% off by using code LOCK15. And they have so many great flavors, like the limited time only flavors that are out there are caramel apple, lemon dip cheesecake, uh, maple donut is out there, banana cream pie, raspberry cheesecake, and grasshopper cookie. That sounds interesting. But they have their staple flavors year-round. As we know, my personal favorite, cookies and cream. Uh, they have brownie butter. They have brownie batter chunk. They have peanut butter brownie. They have raspberry, mint brownie, cherry barcia. So if you want that fruity taste, if you want the chocolate taste, whatever savory, whatever you want, they have it for you at Built Bar. So go check it out today, BuiltBar.com. Promo code LOCK15, 130 calories only. It's, a, it's high in protein. Uh, it's good, again, pre-workout, post-workout, or some replacement. Check out today, Built Bar, uh, at BuiltBars at Built.com or Walmart, Sam's Club, in the pharmacy section. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. For your second lesson, check out Locked On NBA Big Board. With at Math Draft, Richard Salmon on Twitter. He's joining us right now. And Richard, you've been on this podcast bi-weekly this season and, and weekly once we wrap up the season. And I want to give you a chance to talk actual NBA. Like actual NBA basketball, not just college and, and overseas and draft prospects. So let's stick with the draft theme though. And let's draft 
the NBA All-Star Weekend that's coming up this weekend and draft the NBA All-Stars. We'll start with the starters as they do in real life. And I'll let you be Team Giannis. And I'll even let you have the first overall pick. So obviously we get each other. Like I'm Giannis, so Giannis is on my team and you're LeBron. So obviously we're off limits for those wondering. So I'm going to I'm gonna go with obviously first pick. Thank you for letting me take my guy. I take Luca. Yeah, that's that's a great pick. That is a that is a wonderful pick that I, I cannot go against. Uh, I think I have an idea of who the last pick's going to be in this in this draft, but we'll continue on here. Uh, for for the for the next pick, I'm going to take. Well, you're Giannis, and I'm LeBron, and I think that LeBron, despite the other caliber of players on the board, is going to just stir the pot is going to just mix things up, and it'd be really fun. I'm taking Kyrie Irving, splitting up the Mavericks Dang. teammates and having Kyrie and LeBron in the All-Star game together. I could I could low-key see it. I think, personally, I think it'll take Embiid or Tatum. But uh, I, I'm, I'll pick my next one. I'll keep the international trio going. I'm, I'm going to take Jokic. Jokic is going to be off the board. Wow. That is uh if I was grading that pick uh, on the on the draft day grades that that'd be one of my worst worst picks I'd give you because I thanks I, for the praise I appreciate it. You now give me LeBron, Kyrie, and Joel Embiid. That's who I'm taking as my next pick. That's fine. That's fine. I'll uh I'm one day I'll take a guard here, but I'm gonna force you to take uh to take Markin. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna get Jason Tatum right here. Oof. Yeah, I was between Tatum and Joel. I I, I really was hoping you'd you'd fall into the trap I set. I was trying to leave you Donovan Mitchell because uh, you you already told me that you're a Donovan Mitchell guy. Wait, so I was you... trying to get. Uh, Look at this. Are you gonna do this to me? I I was. I'm telling you, I was trying to get Tatum and Joel, but you stole Tatum from me, and now I'm left with Ja, Donovan, or Lori. Well, Lori's gonna be my last pick. So now I'm between Donovan oh, and man. Ja. <laughs> I'm taking Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, you know how Ryland said at the beginning he'll be here every day after the draft? That's off the table. <laughs> I'm taking Don Morant. You can have Lowry Mark and let's draft the reserves. <laughs> yeah, not, not much needs to be said about that. So our, so our starters are, for me, LeBron, Kyrie, Joel Embiid, Donovan Mitchell, and Laurie Markin. And I get the first pick of the reserves because I give you the first pick of the starters. Yep. Oh, goodness. I mean... So, so Kevin Durant's injured, Steph's injured, Zion's injured. So then we move forward with, oh gosh. I, I, mean, I think you should do it. Shea. I I'm taking Shay. I, I would do it too. I think that's a good pick. I, I think I'm going to match you at guard because I have so much size right now. Um, I'm actually going to take somebody who I think has been really underrated this year. And it's only because their team has been poor. But, I mean, my God, if you're looking for, like, the most fun score to watch on YouTube or anything, just the highlights, give me Damian Lillard. I think he's been phenomenal. And I feel really bad for him because no matter how hard that team tries to win, they just cannot do it. Like, they just can't get everyone together at once. All There's just a lot of issues there. Give me Dame. So, I'm, I've taken Shea. I think that he should be the first reserve off the board, by the way. I, I think agree. that he's been the best player that's not a starter uh, in the league. I'm going Paul George next. Paul George is my next yeah, pick. Yeah. And that's more that's more so team dependent on what I needed versus like who I think is having the best season. Uh, but I'm going to go Paul George. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. Obviously between him and, uh, and Dame. You know, 
this one's tough. I have I have two forwards who I'm deciding between, and one plays a better is a better defender than the other, but it's the All Star game, so this is going to be my tiebreaker is the offense, and I'm going I'm going to go. I don't know how unpopular this is, but I'm going to go Pascal Siakam. Wow, I, I really like Spicy P. Well, then that that that's great for me because I'm taking Jaron Jackson Jr. That was I, who it was between. Yep. And, and you know, I'm going to get the shot blocking ability from Jaron. They're not calling fouls in the all-star game. He's not going to get fouled out in an all-star game. And if he does, we have a much bigger problem on our hands with the Memphis Grizzlies. He's not going to get fouled out. And you talk about the offensive game. This is a this is a high-paced full-court fast break. We're just throwing him lobs every time he's in the game. I'm throwing my Sharpie because I'm throwing him a lob. I'm taking Jaron Jackson Jr. So for mine, there are three guys who are here who I think are all closely grouped together because of the relation, whether it's two of them are in the same draft and two of them used to be teammates. So there's a trio here that I'm deciding between. It's De'Aaron Fox, Anthony Edwards, and Tyrese Halliburton. And I think I'm going to go with the flash factor here. Uh, on both of them, I'm hoping you don't take my other one, but I'm going to go with Anthony Edwards. I think also, especially like just side note, if you haven't been watching him since D'Angelo Russell got traded, that is, I, I've been on this. I will take, I'm not trying to take a victory lap early because it's been like two or three games, but it's very evident of what they're trying to do and just straight addition by subtraction and give all of Delo's touches to Ant. Like it is such a good system. He's going to explode in the second half of the year. I'm taking Ant and loving this pick. Yeah. So right now I'm between Deer and Fox and Therese Halliburton. I think that Halliburton would be like Shea Light, which I'd have a Shea on the floor almost the whole time. I think that De'Aaron Fox would just, oh goodness. I mean, we could just blitz your team right now if we had De'Aaron Fox. So I'm going to go, and here's the thing. If I don't take Therese, you can take him and then have a lengthy guard to defend Shea, which we're not going to play defense in the All-Star game, so it doesn't really matter. So that's why I'm going to take De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, I I think I would have taken Fox, honestly. I need I need a bench big. I'm just going to take him now. I love Bam Adebayo. And again, I'm going for all fun. Like, let's think about the lineup here where you get, like, Jokic leading a fast break with Anthony Edwards. Also, <laughs> you also throw in Bam Adebayo, who is great in transition. Like, I just want all the transition players and Giannis in there, too. Like, I'm, I'm going with Bam Adebayo, and I love the, the fun element. I'm going to go ahead and take Julius Randle off the board because I want you to have to be forced with uh, the, the decision on the other guys. So I'm going to take Julius Randle off the board right now. Okay, well, um, well we got four people left, right? Yep. Halberton, Damar, uh, Drew, and Sabonis. Yep. Hmm. This is tough. Um, I should take Halliburton, but here's my thing. I think I've hit my number on like true point guards. I I think I'm gonna go. God, I know I shouldn't take this guy yet, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take Sabonis. I'm gonna take him. Just keep adding these fun playmakers. Okay, and, and you know, I probably should have taken some bonus over Julius Randle, if I'm being honest, but that's all right. That's all right. So so our player pool right now is down to uh, Jalen Brown. He's not asterisk on this list. Yeah, they so haven't named the replacement, but I guarantee you he gets a replacement, and, yeah, and it's so, going to be James Harden, by the way. Okay, so then we're down. Let's just say, let's say Brown, you get Brown or whoever they tab as Brown's replacement if he's going to be replaced. Okay. Uh, DeMar DeRozan. And uh, Therese Halliburton and Andrew Holiday. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm going with DeMar DeRozan. I like DeMar. He is, fun fact, he used to be my favorite player in the league. Um, a big fan of him. I love what he's been doing this year. 
Um, so I'll go. God, is Halliburton still there? Yep. This is so bad for my brand. You know what I did last year when this bonus trade happened? I was like, people are overhyping Halliburton. Now I'm not even picking the guy. You're just making me look bad. I'm going to end the dry spell. Give me Halliburton. Even though like that's not who I want, it's ridiculous that he's taken following this. You ball. wanted Jalen Brown, didn't you? I wanted his replacement, James Harden. But yeah, which is who I'm taking is Jalen Brown right here. You can you can keep Drew Holiday, buddy. That's fine. Fun fact: on the last locked on I did uh, as of a week ago, I wore a Drew Holiday shirt. So jokes on you. <laughs> okay, you're a big Drew Holiday guy. <laughs> also, I, mean, I have a shirt for like everyone, so I have this ammo lined up. <laughs> now, do you have a Shea shirt? No, I don't. Uh, can you wow. can Locked On Thunder hook me up with a uh, Thunder jersey? I would take Jeremiah Robinson Earl, please. Thank you. I got you. I got you. I mean, that that is your guy. I will say you were on this podcast before he was even drafted. So he was a top twelve talent in that draft. I was here in twenty twenty talking about him. Lo and behold. So who's going to be the last pick? And will it be embarrassing because they're doing it in person now? Who's the last pick in the draft? I think it's Drew. That's not true. It won't be Drew because, because Giannis will rescue him before he can face that. It's going to be somebody mm-hmm. who has no other representation. It's going to be, I, I personally think it's going to be Julius Randle. Which Julius you took Randall him early. I'm not trying to take a shot at you, but Julius Randle has a real chance to end up there because like he, he's, it's going to be somebody who's on, is the lone guy. It's not going to be Dame. He's too popular. It's not going to be SGA. He'll be the first one. It's not going to be Ant, De'Aaron Fox. I mean, Maybe Jalen Brown because he's hurt and like maybe. I yeah, think, I think and, it's one of those. Angelus Randall's a CAA guy, so like it's not a clutch guy. It's not okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't think about the teammate aspect. If Giannis was not the captain, yeah, Drew Holiday yeah. is for sure the last pick. Yeah, I think it's going to be Randall. I just don't think he's that popular too, which is really unfortunate because he's really talented. He is, Richard. Thank you so much for joining us on today's show. Uh, anything else you want to say, plug in your podcast, Locked on NBA Big Board. Um, I'm making a scouting trip uh, hours after this has been recorded out to Miami. That's going to be my last college trip of the year. I'm going out to Fort Worth and SMU for a couple games as well for TCU. Um, but after that, I mean, I think workouts are, as far as I know, some guys are starting to train next month. So I'll be starting doing that. We'll be talking about that on Locked on NBA Big Board. Really excited for it. Really excited for it as well. Richard, thanks for joining us. We'll be back tomorrow to recap the Rockets game. Until then, be good. Be good to one another. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.